Blog Talk Radio. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, praise the mighty name of Jesus. He is worthy. He is worthy. He is worthy to be praised. And I just thank him. I just thank him. I just thank him. I thank him for all that he do, all that he's done, and all that he's about to do. Hallelujah, Lord God. I pray that everyone had a blessed day, a beautiful day. Hallelujah. I know it was a beautiful day. Hallelujah. Jesus, hallelujah, he spared you to see another day. He blessed you with another day. Hallelujah. And God is good. I thank God for his goodness. He is so good. He is so good. He is so good. And I thank him for all the good things he has done. He keeps on. He keeps on doing great things for me, for you, for us. He keeps on doing great things.
Nothing else matters. Oh, my God. Nothing else matters. Oh, glory to his name. Will you just steal away? The sound that steal away. Steal away. Seek his face. Just you one-on-one with him. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And his presence, his presence just fills the room. Oh, I want to feel it. Hallelujah. You gotta seek him, people of God. Seek him while he may be found. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Because one day, one day when we go to seek him, hallelujah, he won't be there. He won't be there. So while he may be found right now, right this minute, right this second, seek him. Mm-hmm. Seek him with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul. With all your spirit and body, everything, with everything you got, seek him, hallelujah. Father God, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let the words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart, Lord God, be acceptable, Lord Jesus, in that sight. Oh, Lord, my God, my strength and my redeemer, Lord God. And let the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, they give unto us spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, in the knowledge of Jesus, that the eyes of our understanding be enlightened, that we may know what is the hope of your calling, what is the hope of the Lord, his calling, what the Lord has are the riches of the glory of your inheritance for the saints, for your people, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, just have your way right now as the man of God come and bring your word, Lord God. It's not him, Lord God, not him, but he that liveth within him, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. Lord God, just have your way. Holy Spirit, just shower down. Just shower down the spirit of Lord of the Lord, hallelujah, and let him decrease and let you increase, hallelujah, and just have your way, Lord God. Let the words, let the, your words, Lord God, let your words just flow, Lord God, through the, through the airwaves, hallelujah, mm-hmm. on the radio station. Let your words flow, Lord God. Let your word marinate, Lord God, each and every mm-hmm. ear, Lord God, each and every heart. In the name of Jesus, yes. hallelujah. Paul, just have your way. Yes. Let the word come forth, hallelujah. That word, hallelujah. That word that corrects, hallelujah. That word that sharper, that sharper than a two-edged sword, Lord God. That word, that word, that word, hallelujah. That word in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 I come to you once again to lift up the name of Jesus. Because it says, if I be lifted up from this earth, I will draw all men unto me. I want to give God the honor right now that is due to him because he is so good to us. He watches over us when we can't even watch over ourselves. God is a good God. and I know that he is worthy of every honor that we give him. And we have to honor him because... You know, God is so good that he, even when we are asleep at night, he dispatches his angels Come around on. our big Come side. On. Allows us to still be at peace with yes, him. Yes, yes, yes. And, you know, he even dispatches his angels around our homes and mm-hmm. around our lands to protect us from all good harm oh, and all good. danger. Oh, God good. is so good, and I, oh, I adore good. him. And I want to just mm. give my gratitude and thanks to my wife, Amanda, for coming and helping week after week on this station and doing what God allows her to do. It's not our will, but it's God's will. And it, it, and as she come week after week, she began to grow more and more closer to God and more and more in him. And that is a blessing in disguise. And I just want to say thank you for, for allowing that to take place in her. 
and I thank Apostle for coming week after week and allowing the station to keep going on because, you know, it's so hard out here sometimes when you are doing one or two things or you got to work and then you got to come in and take care of your family and then you have to go on the radio. It's hard sometimes, but God is still standing by her side. God is still lifting her up. And I just want to give her the thanks right now. Thank those that listen time and time again because that's a, 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 a necessity also because so many people is lost out here. So many people don't know the, a, a, a God like we know him. And they need to hear a word from him. And as I come right now, I want you to open up your Bibles. I want you to open up not only your Bibles. I want you to open up your ears also so that you can hear what God is going to speak through this year, his servant, because it's not my will. It's God's will. It's not uh, 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 me. I'm just translating down what God will give me to give you all. And right now, as I come, I want you to look at the 11th chapter of of Luke. Uh, look at the 11th chapter of Luke, and I'm just going to use one verse at the 11th chapter of Luke. And that one verse is the 28th verse. And it says, but he said, more than that to those who hear the word of God and keep it. Mm-hmm. He said, he said, Jesus said, more than that, blessed are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Most holy God, our heavenly Father, is again that I come now acknowledging you. I come, Lord, because you says, whosoever will, let him come and drink from the fountain that will never run dry. Right now, Lord, I pray that you would just allow your word to reach all over this world, Lord, so that somebody will be touched, somebody will be lifted up. Right now, Lord, hide me behind this secret desk and let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight. Mm-hmm. O oh, Lord, my strength and redeemer forevermore. Now keep me, Lord, as the half on thine eye. Anoint me of Christ. Speak to me right now. Speak to me through these here, your people. And as you speak to me, let them come that don't know you by the pardons of the sins crying, what must I do? to be saved. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 I'm going to use for a subject or theme or thought. Obedience always brings blessings. Obedience always brings blessings. Luke 11, 28. You see the Lord's simple requests often serves as uh, stepping stones to life's most wonderful blessings. You see, God is blessing us right now. But God is telling us here through his word that we have to be obedient. If you are not obedient, there is consequences. Mm-hmm. You remember when we was children and growing up and our mothers and our fathers would tell us to do something and we uh, decided not to do what they asked us to do. Don't you know we was punished? We had a consequence to pay and they made it known that we were disobedient. And so they gave us what we needed to understand that when I tell you to do something, I want you to do it. And if you don't do it, you're going to reap consequences. And so that's the same way that God is. God, when he speaks to us and tells us to do something, and we need to be obedient. We need to do so. We don't need to be like Jonah, when he told Jonah to go into uh, 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 Nineveh, and Jonah decided not to go there and got on a boat going somewhere else. Uh, you see what happened to him? He, the storm began to rise, and 
and, and the waters begin to get rough, and the seas begin to come in and swallow up the boat. And, and those that was on the boat, Jonah, laying down asleep in the bottom of the boat, but they went and whooped him and said, and said to Jonah, you know, Jonah says, Jonah says, well, Jonah says, well, uh, 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 well, what I need for y'all to do is pick me up and cast me in the sea. And, and you see, when he took up Jonah and cast him in the sea, because Jonah was disobedient to God, he cast him in the sea, and the sea became calm. When we obey God, things begin to come calm. Simon Peter here illustrates what can happen when we say yes to God? You know, the problem sometimes that we have, still us saying yes to God when God asks you to do something, we will say no. And then you wonder why you fail on all counts. Here you see, one day a large crowd pressed around Jesus while he preached. We find this in Luke 5, 1 through 11. The Lord wanted to use Peter's boat as a floating platform from which to address the multitude. Jesus wanted to use that boat as we use the pulpit to preach to the multitude. So he asked the future apostles to push the vessel out a little way from the shore. Not in itself a particular remarkable request, but Peter's compliance to his request paved the way for a life-changing blessing. Peter here was obedient. Peter here what Jesus was asking him to do. Peter could have said no, but Peter was obedient and said, yes, I'm going to do what my Lord is asking me to do. From his experience here, we also learn how essential it is to obey God in even the smallest matter. Even in the smallest matters, we need to be obedient to God. Here we find that the noisy crowd received the first bless of Peter's obedience. The people could not clearly hear Jesus' word at the conclusion of the lesson. The Lord said to Peter, listen now. The Lord said to Peter, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. A second opportunity to say yes or he could have said no. But Peter was obedient and he said yes. Peter may have felt tempted to decline. Why was Peter tempted to feeling uh, tempted to decline here. Uh, Peter had been on the shore out there fishing all night long and hadn't caught not one fish. And that was the reason his mind had come where he might recline. But he was obedient. To who? Not to man. He was obedient. To who? To Jesus. After all, he was a seasoned fisherman, Peter here. He had worked the entire night, listen now, for a catch, but had returned after handed. Now, dear, a young teacher, you find that he was a carpenter. By the way, he was not a fisherman. Peter was asking him uh, to go fishing again. Jesus was asking him to go fishing again. Jesus, he was a teacher. He was a cardinal, by the way, because his daddy was a cardinal, not a fisherman. But now he's asking me, listen, to 
go fishing again. And I've already been out there the entire night. Haven't caught one fish. Come up after and now a teacher, a carpenter, and a fish. And, and he is not even a fisherman and asked me to go out again. But Peter here re, re, uh, replied and demonstrates the beginning of lifetime of faith in God, in God. He said, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word. He said, nevertheless, at your word, at Jesus' word. He said, I will let down of my net. And the soon to be disciple chose to obey the Lord and to leave the consequences of his decision to himself. But notice here what happened as a result of Peter's obedience. Jesus demonstrated his power and subtlety. Peter, his partners, may have started the day off, thinking their efforts had yielded nothing. But they end up in complete amazement because they pulled in not one but two overflowing boatloads of fish, saying yes to the Lord's request, resorted in America that formed not only one fishman's life, but it transformed also the lives of the entire group of fishermen that was on the sea that day. And here, as I move on, just a little fellow, I want you to consider three reasons why obedience is critical to the successful priesthood's life. Number one is, Obey, o, o, obeying God in small matters is an essential step in receiving God's greatest blessing. Can I say that again? Obeying God in small matters is essential step in receiving God's greatest blessings. Look here. Suppose Peter had said, look, I'm busy cleaning my nets right now. I can't help you because I'm going fishing again tonight. I could have said, why don't you ask to uh, ask to use that our boat over there? Well, I really been fishing today. It would be a waste of my time to go again. Peter had said anything other than yes. He would have missed the greatest fishing experience of his life. But because, listen, but because of Peter's obedience, the Lord arranged a miracle that he would never forget. Often God's greatest blessing comes as a result of our willingness to do something that appears very insignificant. So ask yourself, has God been counting on you or me to do something seemingly unimportant that I have not yet made an effort to accomplish? Is there anything I have a record side by saying it's too difficult. It's too difficult. I don't want to or I have to pray about it first. Is there anything too hard for God? Is there anything that God can't do? God is the one that looks out into nothingness and he brought forth something. God put the heavens above the airplane, formed the airplane, the water was covered. God went back to his architecture board. He, he, he said, I got to get some fish. So they might swim 
like it here. God is all, his only seed is, is about his business. But God didn't stop there. God said, now, I got to get bad so he can tend this land and take care of these birds and take care of these animals. I got to get bad now in my own image. My God, my God, he reached way down in the dirt and the ground and the clay. And he began to move man. And he began to make him. He began to shape him. And man began to look like a man. Because God made it from his own hands. But the dirt and the clay that God called man, it was just a man. But God says, I got to breathe. I got to breathe breath into this man. So he can become a living soul. God made him in his image. And he becomes a living soul. And God says now, I can't leave man alone. I got to get a help me for him. He said, but I'm not going to mix woman out the dirt on the ground. I'm going to put him out of the sleep. And so when I put him to sleep, I'm going to take out one of his ribs. I'm going to take that rib. And I'm going to mix woman. And she's going to become his wife. And she's going to become He's helped me. To, God made this. And God is doing the same thing today for all of us. All we got to do is hold on down because a change is going to come. One day, one day, Jesus is going to come again. And we didn't do. We better be obedient. We better uh, look to him because he is the author and the finisher of our faith. Here, obedience always benefits others. Number, number two, as I move on, our obedience always benefits others. Think of how many people were blessed by Paul's, by Peter's obedience. Not only could the crowd see the Lord and hear his lesson, but Jesus himself also benefited. Preaching from the boat enabled him to sit down in comfort while he spoke. Then, of course, Peter's friend had a very uh, probable, probable day. They took in two vessels so full of fish that both began to sink. More importantly, they had the opportunity to witness the Lord's supernatural provision. God often rewards others. In particular, those closest to us, as a result of our obedience. For example, here, listen, when a father obeys the Lord, our family reaps the reward of God's blessings. Yes, you do. Likewise, a child's obedience will bless his or her parents. This does not mean that those who chose to disobey the Lord will escape his discipline because of someone else's godly walk. Ah, his call to obedience always demands our response. However, when we live obedient lives, those who know and love us will sense the peace, and the joy he has given us, this joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me, joy that I have, Jesus the Christ, the Savior of the world, has gave me joy, unspeakable joy, down into my bones. I can talk about it, because joy, 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 joy builds weight. Joy reigns in my hell because Jesus is the joy, the joy, the joy of all joy that brings peace and understanding. That is just one part 
of experiencing God's goodness. God always will never disappoint us. God always has stood by our side. When our fathers and our mothers forsaken us, the Lord picks us up. When our friends have turned back on us, God stands in the gap. God is always there. God says, I can't leave you. I will not forsake you. I will always abide with you until the end of the ages. God is who he says he is. He's apple and amigo. He's the beginning and the end. He's the first and the last. He is our everlasting state. Without him, we are hungry. Well, God feeds us. When we are thirsty, God gives us drink. When we need clothes, God clothes us. When we need shelter, God says, I shelter you in a time of the storm. God is our shelter in a time of the storm. Let me move on. Third point here is when we obey God, we will never be disappointed. Peter, no doubt, assumed that Jesus' speaking instructions would amount to a waste of time. But when he complied with the Lord's simple request, Christ fought about a miracle that gripped the disciples with amazement. Jesus turned an entire boat, Lord have mercy, into a boat of full one. We, like Peter, must recognize that obedience and obeying God is always the wisest course of action. He can also take out emptiness. Lord have mercy. Take nothing. What is telling us here? He can just take nothing and take something out of it. Our emptiness. Wow. Whether we relate to even financial relationships or careers and change them into something splendid where, where we find that our finances is not like it should. God can take that little bit and make something out of it. He can make a whole lot out of it. Relationships that have failed time and time again and seem like to get ready to go to even the uh, divorce court. But God can break them out from the divorce court and make their relationship better than it ever been. God can take a career where we fail it on every hand. And God can take that career and make that career prosper. Prosper and prosper. That's the God that we serve. God can do this. And if God can do it, what? We need to be obedient unto him. Perhaps you have hesitated to obey God. To obey God. Uh, God because you fear the consequences of your decision. But the Lord's command is for you to fear him above all else. The same summer of not potent God who keeps your heart beating and the planet of it is more than able to have the result of your being. When he tells you, listen, to do something, you know without a doubt it is his will. Then you need to obey. Based me on who is doing the talking. When you chose to obey the law, he will. Can I say it again? He will. He will. Oh, yes, he will. He will bless you. This is because. Obedience always leads to blessings. I have always told people who said they do not understand why God 
always brings blessings. Obedience. Hallelujah. Always. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Jesus, for what you have done. Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.